Now, the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Friday afternoon edition of the Shotgun Start. It is July 19th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, what a day. <laughs> day two of the Open delivers. Glorious, 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 after, glorious morning. Afternoon got a little, little slow there until Rory picked us up at the end. But, but another think. great day. The, the party had started already. <laughs> Westy Island is in jubilation. <laughs> Getting a, a, a late run from our, our hero. L- lighting off fireworks on the beach. Just a full-out celebration on Westy Island, is it not? Yeah. yeah was, I uh, thought, you know, it was exactly what we were talking about last night. He's like, just he plays par golf. Totally stuck in neutral. Rips off 11 straight pars to start the round and then closes with a flurry I might all have, of a sudden. I might have figured something out today with uh, Westy fanhood. What's I, that? I, I was just, I, I was anxious. I was, you know, Westy wasn't getting any coverage at all. I was just <laughs> glued to the, the leaderboard, just watching hole after hole of par golf. And I finally, I just couldn't take it anymore. I said, you know what? Need to get out, go for a quick, quick jog. You know, get my mind yeah. off Westy. Get my, yeah. my, get my mind centered. Went for the <laughs> jog, and I come, I come back. You know, I'm, I'm walking the 50 yards in front of my house. Open up the app. Two birdies on the board for Westy, <laughs> and we were off. We were going. <laughs> so can you? All right. So Shane Lowry leads the open. By the way, Westy's two back. He's seven under. Uh, in one prime, back. Good, one back. I'm sorry. Seven Come under, on. One, one back. back. Didn't mean to denigrate him. He's one back from two people, J.B. Holmes and Shane Lowry, who are eight, eight under. It sounds like, according to Jay Ray, we're going to get Westwood, Fleetwood. Uh, Fleetwood tomorrow. And I think Rose and Kepka, some tasty Saturday morning uh, pairings. And, I, and it'll I was be really a, looking forward to Kepka Spieth, but then Fratelli just gagged it coming in and kind of ruined that pairing blew it up um yeah so it's shane lowry jb holmes are 36 hole leaders at eight under we are recording this with still handful of groups out on the course i think maybe Maybe a few i think one 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 now yeah so uh nothing's changing there but uh westwood was the big story early on at least for us (laughs) for you can you explain for new listeners like what is the derivation? What is the origin story of, of this Westwood fascination? Like a lot of people coming in and understand you like him, but like, why do you like him? Lifelong golf fan. I just, you know, Westy's been a part of my whole golf hood. And I've just always, uh, I kind of like the way he plays golf. He stripes it. And I always feel, you know, he lost his game mid career. Like, you know, he went on this rise. He was 
the darling of golf and kind of lost his game for a couple of years and came back, got back to number one in the world. Like something about that always spoke to me. And I just, I've been rooting for Westy for so long that, uh, okay. you like just, his style too, style of game, right? Yeah. I, mean, I just like Westy. You did wear those foot joys for a while that you called the air Westies. Well, now I have, I have Nike shoes because he wears Nikes. <laughs> oh my God. Is that true? Yeah, I got Nike Nike golf shoes because Westy wears them. Well, you know, th- Thursday and Friday have never been the issue, as we know, on Westwood Island. It's always happy times on Westwood Island, Thursday and Friday. Listen, do you know how Saturday many- and Sunday become, you know, much more of a, you know, regression and, and slog. He's looking to become the old, uh, oldest winner since old Tom Morris. You know how many, but- how many days older... Only by like a couple of months, right? Or, or eleven very, days. Eleven days. Wow. Because both forty six, right? Oldest For, open. Winner. Yeah, he was forty six three months and nine days. Westwood is forty six two months and twenty eight days. So okay. he's well, he's, he's long right way there. to go for a man lead. How about when he made that long? He bombed in that birdie putt like off from just off the green and just did the little like shrug. Like a Jordan style shrug. I will say threw his hands out like are you not entertained? The putt on eighteen was frightening. That that <laughs> that was just vintage Westy. Well, that's the thing. He opened on number one and just with a horrible putt. Had a legit birdie chance. It was like he missed by like three or four balls on the like a cup and a half on the outside. Just not from very far away. And then <laughs> The last one on eighteen, you just kind of it was baby, so bad. I mean, so short and so low. It had and like no just, chance. Just not even close to yes. He just kind of was like bunting it into the vicinity of the hole. From the second he hit it, I was like, "That that is no chance." But it's okay, you know. Westy has this mindset. He he gave some great quotes. They're kind of rehashes of of takes from. From the oh fall. yeah, I literally don't care. Something. What? Are, what just the perfect out mindset. Which, listen, if you've been listening to Shotgun Start, this is not nothing new. If you've been on the train here, you understand this is his, his mentality. But what were the quotes? He said, with his hands on his hips, and this is from the AP uh, article. I think it was Steve Douglas. I literally don't care anymore. Um. <laughs> Then he went out there. I just want to go out there and have fun. I'm 46 years old and still competing with these young lads. One last year. There's no pressure on me. I literally, I literally don't care anymore. It's just a zener of a quote. Like a, a quote that you can put up in lights for all time. You should frame that. Put, you should frame that. Put it on your wall. It's like an inspirational post. You know one of those like inspirational sayings? Like those goals posters of a guy climbing a mountain? Except... It should be Westy sipping that giant glass of rosé, smiling at the camera, holding it up, and then above it, I'm just going to put, I literally don't care anymore. I have to say, I I think I'd prefer to go with the one of him uh, watering his lawn, shirtless. (laughs) (laughs) That seems like a really good, I don't care anymore. I literally don't care anymore. Uh, (laughs) The face he's making in that rosé photo is just amazing. Uh, All right. You, any more on Westy? I think no, you're probably, a, are you going to dabble enough. with him on Flashback or no? Where, uh, where I mean, he's a, he's a he's a character in the Flashback Friday, right, but well, there you go. he's not the star of the show. All right, there you go. Um, 
so JB, God, I thought he was going to run away with it. Pace car. I thought he was like he just. I was kept, worried about Lowry running away. Well, he was later though. So yeah. JB was in front of him, and he got to nine. I was just like, holy shit, this is just like he's gonna he's gonna shoot another like 65, 66, something like that. He's gonna have like a three or four shot lead. But uh, he kind of cooled off there coming in eight under. He's not gonna be slowing anybody up except for Lowry tomorrow. Lowry strikes me as a guy who doesn't care for that. Won't, won't abide it. Is fast and and will be visibly perturbed by it. It's, uh, it's a storyline to watch. <laughs> That's true. It, it, I, it'll be interesting to see if the, the uh, Northern Ireland fans turn against the pace car if they're slowing down. You know <laughs> the the Irish uh, Irish player. <laughs> uh, they were definitely loud for Lowry there on yeah. the uh, on when he started rolling them in there and, and pushing the lead. Um, so that's those are thirty six hole leaders. Who of those two would you say has the best chance to win? Would you pick to win if you were limited to those two? Oh, I think you were, t- you were talking about that heavy ball last night, JB. They both hit watching. a heavy ball though. Yeah, I was just watching JB just fucking hit these line drives, just, these rope <laughs> fade kind of just out there. I, I'm I'm tempted to go with Lowry. Yeah. But the way he he finished really scares me. Yeah. Like it was not it was not pretty. Was, he was clearly embarrassed with himself on that that shot on eighteen. <laughs> he started laughing, put his face down, you know, head down. The shot they were all bad. Like he was yeah, just yeah. coming from. Like the last four holes were really hard to watch. <laughs> I think um, I think I'm gonna I I gotta go with a pace car. Okay. Just because, like, I don't. Lowry just didn't look comfortable yesterday, or in in the afternoon, in the late stages of the round. Just like Fratelli, Fratelli, yeah. Fratelli got Lowry made that bogey. Fratelli's oh, all of a sudden uh, in the in the lead, and it was just oh. like abort. Get me out of here. What'd you think of him pausing the three minute rule? That was insane. That was kind of not. That's even like they. So they go to the rules guy in the tower. That he's like, oh, I don't know what. I don't. Yeah, you can't do that. You know, they have these so rules chiefs for the broadcast, like you know the Mike Pereira type somewhere in the booth. They were. And he didn't know how to for, answer it. They were looking for his ball, and he said all of a sudden, "Hey, let's pause this search while these other guys hit." But then everybody kept looking. Right, and it, it will be clear. It was guys hitting in the what, like an adjacent hole, or his playing. I think partners. it was his playing partners. Okay, but then the search party continued. Yeah, it's not like everybody. Everybody didn't like freeze frame, like That's where what they I'm were, saying. like holding their their hands out and not move. They just kept looking. I so. don't know. It, you know, McDowell got digged with that that yesterday. He got you know lost well, ball three minutes on eighteen, and then like. Seconds after the the timer went off, they found it. Twelve seconds later, he yeah, found it. He's on his way back to the next to the eighteenth tee. Retees, cause a double. Would have been two under, shot even. Punted his bag, kicked to the side of his bag. Um, so here's our top ten: Holmes, Lowry, Fleetwood, Westwood, Cam Smith, who almost shot a uh, sixty-five. Uh, Justin Harding. Rose, Kepka, Spieth, Putnam, and Fratelli. We got 
I mean, we we got uh, 24 players within five. So, what does that know, tell you about the the course? No, no separation. No wind. <laughs> Benign conditions. I'm just kidding. We need a it, little fire. Little fire. It did sound. Did you hear them saying on the broadcast we might get up to 25:30 yeah. late Sunday? That could get kind of interesting, especially if there's you know some guy going low out ahead of them. I'll tell you, this golf course has held up very nicely for having nothing going on, you know, and and you know pretty much no real winds, like a little bit of wind on early Thursday, but no yeah. real wind and some rain to soften it up, and and it's still been very challenging, I would say. All right, so just I just read off the top ten. Justin Ray had a nugget. I think it was last night that said. 88% of winners in, I don't know, a, a long time, X amount of years, have always come from the top 10 at the 36-hole mark. Who would you take outside the top 10? Like, we already know who's in the top 10. A lot of guys who could probably and probably will win, like a Kepka, Rose, maybe a Fleetwood or a Westwood. Um, but is there 88% of Open champions the last 50 years have been in the top 10 at the midpoint? So who from that who could buck the trend? Who could be the, one of the twelve percent? Add to that from outside the top ten. Who do you like right now? Xander. Good pick. Xander, Where's he at? Xander's three under. He shot sixty-five today. So he uh, he he was three under through five on in Thursday, and then just played awful golf in. And he had the, you know that was when the weather was kind of bad. But today he hit ninety. He hit 13 of 14 fairways, and he hit uh, 17 of 18 greens. Yep. Yep. That tells me he is locked Dialed. in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dialed ball, in. Ball striking tends to stick around. You know, he, he didn't even putt that great today, uh, yep. but, but the, uh, he's, he's right there. So I, I'd, say, I'd say Xander or DJ. What about you? God, there's some great names. I think I'm going to stick with Rom. I just feel like he could, he's he's somebody who could shoot like 65, 64. DJ is a great great option. Yeah. And DJ and, and Rom had that double out of the gate. How about that? That was amazing. I I didn't know if he was gonna walk off there, break the putter <laughs> over his knee, and have to be putting with you know his his three iron the rest of the round. I didn't know what was gonna happen. I, uh, so that was an unbelievable moment, and then I realized like. I, maybe the shot that I was most excited about was when they clipped to Hatton and he was completely in a, a gorse bush. Yes. Like, yes. That is yeah. like maybe one of the most, like the, the highest anticipation I've ever had for a golf shot just to <laughs> see what was going to happen afterwards. <laughs> he got out of it pretty clean. I like know. the first cut rough. Fern bush. I think I'm out on, I'm more of a partial to gorse than the ferns. If you can hit that out of that, looking spot like i don't know if it's penal enough um you you don't but yeah, you don't I, like the you don't like the the you know recoverable bush yeah no if, if, i oh, i think there's you, there are certain situations you can be recoverable that one didn't look like it and he was able to just pop it pretty significantly back into play way up the hole uh so i, I think i'm out on ferns i'm more of a gorse guy uh, DJ, Rom, I, I like Rom outside the top ten. 
I mean, DJ, TJ's the best player. Like in, in my mind, like sure. you got to put him there because like, who's the guy that could go unconscious and beat, you know, uh, 17 guys by one to five shots. You know, he just leaves so much out there. I mean, I know everybody can say, you know, uh, if I just putted well or I left three or four shots. He just he drives the green at five and then, you know, three putts for three putts for a par. Like he just. So I, that's I why know. that's why Rom and DJ are good picks, I think, because they are two guys that have one going away, like where they've completely blown people out. And that's essentially what you have to do over the weekend. If you're five back, you have to just. Sure. You know, you got to smoke the guys up at the top of the leaderboard. You know, thankfully for, for guys at three under, I don't think anybody scares you at until you get to six, right? For guys at three under. You got, you got no major, no major wins until you get to Justin Rose. Oh, six. I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we'll have Reed at four. How, who do you think uh, on that list ahead of him does does Brooks only have Rose as a <laughs> as a guy he has to beat? I think Fleetwood is a legit guy he probably has on his list. So he's got two guys ahead of him. Yeah, I, I think he sees JB Holmes X, Shane Lowry X, Justin Harding. I don't know who that is X. How about That's him? What he does. How about Harding? He I fell know. down in the bunker yesterday. I know. I thought he was going to shoot like a 63 at one point. Uh, Is he yeah, anchoring? I, I thought he was for sure the one time. that They showed him putting from off the green. I was like, he absolutely has it jammed in there. But I, I don't know. I figured Marty Sleeps would be on it, though, if he is, right? This isn't, you know, WGC Memphis. So if he's anchoring, I, I, I trust Marty Sleeps to keep his eye on it. It's, uh, it, you know, I think if the wind picks up, that's where you're going to see some people really get get tossed out of here. I think there's some some guys that are playing not as good a golf as as their score reflects right now. Yeah, uh, Kepka five under. He's still the guy to beat, right? I, I mean, would you take Justin Rose? Would be one guy that I'd look at. He's kind of really quietly in a great spot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how about, what do you think of Spieth? Uh, I thought I was impressed. I mean, what, I thought it was a he got hot with the putter again, right? He got hot for a stretch there. What do you make like four in a row, including an eagle or three birdies in an eagle, like in a four hole stretch? Um, yeah, five through eight. I I feel like what, whether he's going great or like when he's going great. Even when he's going, like all systems go, his yeah. game feels like it's held together by like a piece of duct tape. Didn't he hit only five fairways? Yeah, I think he hit only five fairways, and then he just had that four-hole stretch where he he but, made. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like even at the Masters, you're like, how did he just shoot 32? It looked like he shot 40. Right. You know, and right. it's just like you know that piece of duct tape. We we've, we've seen it ripped ripped off this year. Yeah, I'd say like a friend, right? That's true. And like right. it's just a matter of getting it back, sticking back on <laughs> for enough time before they like blow the horn and it's seventy-two holes are complete. Uh, but it's the, it's like almost the most compelling 
golf to watch because you have no clue what's going to happen. Oh, I loved watching it this morning. I thought it was fantastic to get him back like a part part of major championship golf. I he's still play he's still having a like for as shitty a year as he's having, he might be kind of like a, a mini, much less uh successful Brooks. Like he he shows up at majors. Like he at least makes himself I don't know, aware, you're aware that he exists at majors. He's not been at some of these PGA tour events. Like, I don't think he's like Brooks. I think he, he like really wants to win colonial and wants to win Hartford. Like is gets into those things. But like in terms of this year, I feel like he, he's at least made some noise at the majors. I think he's found the duct tape. He's just having trouble getting it to stay on. I, he, I, 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 I don't think he's a threat. I, really, I think he had well, got I hot want, the putter. He done. He did this last year at the Open. He wasn't playing well, and like he, he's magical around the green at the Open. It's like an pl- Open tradition. Was he even playing well when he won at Burkdale? He was all over the place. No, he wasn't. I mean, he what, just he's, yeah, it's true. You're right. I mean, he just gets hot with the putter for thirty minutes at a time. I think what it is is the the Open courses and like Augusta are examples of golf courses where every other skill is weighted much more equally to the driver. Yeah. Yep. So like he can compete here because he might be the best in the field at every other skill other right. than driving a golf ball. Right. I I, I don't know. I mean, his ball striking has been rubbish this year, <laughs> but yeah. I really wanted the Brooks Spieth pairing because it would have been the ultimate like major champion great major champion uh juxtaposition clash and styles yeah yeah would have been very cool like i I feel like brooks is like you just are like how does he ever make bogey yeah and then you're like how does he make birdies how does he how is he even a pro so i got locked into bro (laughs) how is he even (laughs) i I got you see some of those drives today yeah yeah, there was the one, uh, I think it was 18, where he just like looked down and shook his head. It was like this little slap, like opposite field single. You know, he, he like he missed the ball, like this little slap hit. <laughs> and 18 so short, like it's just like you got to go to that front landing arrow before it pinches. And he like looked down at his, like if, if it was me, and I just like kind of like, I was playing a part three, and I hit like a six iron to the walkway that's halfway to the green. It, like that was like a reaction I'd have. <laughs> I think he felt sheepish, but of course he, you know, recovered like no, like an actual pro, and had a birdie, a legit birdie putt that burned the edge. So what's what's the word on the Greller Spieth relationship? Nobody. I don't been, know. No, no word. I don't know. Is he despondent? I mean, there are a lot of. <laughs> A lot of reports out in Pebble that he just Michael looked despondent, really down on down on life and down on himself. But haven't heard much since. Uh, hey, do you want to do a, a quick uh, ode to our, our fellows at Bixby? Yeah, yeah. We'll let's get, get do into it. some contender. It's Friday. Contender. It's it's Friday. Fr- Summer Fridays. This is uh, coffee golf season. How much did you do today? Uh, I did like sixty ounces. <laughs> Are you going to be okay? Are you all right? Yeah, I just brewed up a. I had a, a fresh batch of Bixby cold brew brewing like 
you know, I put it on yesterday. It was just delicious. I had to break into it today. This is fried eggs not around to regulate oh your my intake, God. is it? Is she? She just, she departed. She, <laughs> she, she found out my schedule for the week and said, I don't want to be around <laughs> at all. My family's leaving for the beach tomorrow. I'm going to be solo too. Packed a get... bag, left me with a dog. Oh, God. <laughs> There's a dog in your Bixby. Well, anyways, all right. So for Friday, Friday Summer Bixby, we've got a special, very special twist today. Like legit, very legit uh, offering from the guys over there. So uh, the, like we already know the coffee's good, right? We've been doing these. We've been with these guys almost since the start. You know, they're, they're shotgun start listeners. They're golfers themselves. So they are of the tribe. Um, but we want, they want you to get, they want to get you to subscribe. So it's the freshest roasted coffee delivered when you want it. You go to bigspeedcoffee.com and you can select how often you want it delivered. So like it can be every week. If you're going 60 ounces like Andy, you might need it every week. You might need it every month, whatever it is. But they want you to get on that subscription cycle. Um, go to BixbyCoffee.com. They got what? Whole beans, K-cups, Nespresso pod, ground. ground. They got bags. everything. I'm getting, yeah. I'm getting a shipment of bags today, a fresh shipment. Um, so go to BixbyCoffee.com. Subscribe. So BixbyCoffee.com. Use the code COFFEEGOLF. Subscribe. And you'll get that T-shirt no matter what. Everybody's getting a T-shirt. Coffee Golf at checkout. But now we have this little twist the uh, the fellows out there who who founded it will uh, are gonna select one random person who subscribes using this promo code, and they will host you at the Bean Factory, Bixby headquarters, and also at Bel Air Country Club, Los Angeles. What a day in Los Angeles! I did this. Bel Air. I did done this. Bel Air and Bixby. Same day. Yeah, it was glorious. Freshly renovated. Bel Air restored. Tom Doak, right? Tom Doak restoration. Okay. So, get your chance to play one of America's classic golf courses and get a tour, see where the beans are made. See how the beans are made. <laughs> so subscribe using Coffee Golf. Now to be clear, if you've already subscribed using Coffee Golf, you're eligible. If you've already subscribed using Bixby Boys, which was the 50% off code, you are also eligible for this day at Bel Air and the Bean Factory. Now, Last little stipulation. It's at a date of their arrangement of, of your arrangement, right? You gotta be in LA or you're gonna be in California. You gotta it's not get like to a, LA. They are flying you out. It's not a flight and you can't stay at the Beverly Hilton. It's just a free access and round to a legit amazing golf course and club and bean factory. Sound good? So so random drawing, somebody's picked. You get a day at Bel Air and you arrange it with the uh, founders. Sound good? And we will make every effort to maybe join the foursome, depending on what time the winner arranges the date. So Bel Air Country Club, use the uh, promo code COFFEEGOLF when you subscribe at Bixby Coffee. And you'll get a free t-shirt. Free t-shirt. Free t-shirt. Everybody's getting a free t-shirt. Yeah. Somebody's getting a day at Bel Air. So there you go. All All right. right. Awesome. Awesome promo. Yeah. Hey, you want to w- do Flashback Friday? Because it's got ramifications for something we might be looking for tomorrow. Let's do it. We, we, you know, you- with the pace car in the hunt, you wonder, is it possible that the RNA is going to you know, put this guy on the clock and, and hand him a penalty? 
Yep. So I asked myself, when was the last time that the RNA penalized a player? Do you know okay. when? In the open, or could it be like the, in the, the junior? O- in the open. Okay. All right. The boys' junior. Um, a pace of play penalty? A slow play penalty in the open? Yeah. I got to say like 1911, something a long time ago. Not that long ago, actually. Really? John Paramore? Who was it? It was in uh, 2013 at Muirfield. And it happened to a player squarely in the mix. Oh. On a Saturday. I'm going to guess Hideki. Yes. Hideki Matsuyama. 20-year-old Hideki or something? 21-year-old Hideki Matsuyama ranked 44th in the world. He turned professional that April. Wow. They gave him a penalty? They gave him a penalty. So he was uh, he had surged in, into contention. He made like three straight birdies on Saturday, got into contention. You know, his his group became a circus because of the, you know, the media, the Japanese, Japanese media, media was going nuts. I mean, this is scrambling around the in the hay around this ball, you know, uh, inside the ropes on the season. He had won three times on the Japanese tour already. So, okay. I mean, it, this is Hideki mania. You know, 21-year-old. So, you know, earlier in the tournament, so he got paired. He played with Phil and Rory in the first two rounds. And there were so many. It was a zoo. And this, a lot of this stuff, a lot of this context is from Karen Krause's New York Times piece on the whole thing. So if you want to read the whole article, go check that out. It's, uh, if you Google Hideki slow play penalty 2013, it'll pop, pop right up. Uh, I don't remember that. I remember him being in it. And as soon as you said somebody got dinged, I assume it was him as like a 19-year-old. But wow. Okay. So it was a zoo. So the first, I don't remember it. The first two rounds, the number of people trailing Hideki's group swelled to more than two dozen. Bolster, you know, and, and the movement of so many people within the players' peripheral visions uh, caused like tons of stepaways from all the guys in the field. Like, I mean, Rory and Phil, who are used to playing in big crowds, they were, like, noticeably, you know, like, hampered by this this development with Hideki and how big of a zoo it was. So, anyways, yeah. he's playing with Johnson Wagner in, uh, in the, on, during Saturday. And um, they put a bunch of people on the clock on Saturday. It wasn't just Hideki. They put... Um, they put Woods and Westwood on the clock. They put McDowell's group on the clock. McDowell had all these comments about how weird it was. Like they put him on the clock, and then like the next hole, they're like, "You're off the clock," you know. So there was a clear. It was like it, it was fiery and windy, right? It was yeah. super fiery. Yeah. Okay. So there was a huge push about play. It was just a slow day of golf at okay. the Open. So, okay. so officials with the RNA. Um, they put Hideki on the clock on the 15th green when he recorded his first bad time. He took 72 seconds to hit his first putt. Wow. So just, you know, we recently released a uh, slow play report for Bryce. <laughs> yeah. To put this in context, that's six seconds less than Bryson took on average, to hit any shot at the U.S. Open. Wow. Um, 72? 72 seconds. You know, Kevin Kisner 
probably one of the five fastest players on tour when putting took an average of 62 seconds. Jeez. So a very, very tight, you know, I'm not, I'm not condoning the pace of 72 seconds, but yeah. in, in comparison to peers, yeah. very quick whistle. So he's on the yeah, clock. It's not crazy. Okay. Now Hideki at this point doesn't speak really a lick of English. Yeah. And there was a lot of drama and controversy as to whether the message was even communicated to Hideki that he was on the clock. Um, the RNA insists that there was communication, but it's there's, you know, where there's smoke, they say. So, um, <laughs> so anyways, then uh, they go and on the seventeenth hole, Hideki drives it into the gallery okay so they have to move the gallery they have you know all this hoopla they say they gave him extra time his caddy had to walk to pace out a yardage you know uh, basically a hundred yards away and uh it took masayama two minutes and 12 seconds to hit that shot that's a long time from the gallery okay um and it happens he makes a miraculous par save and on the on the green, he's dinged with the penalty, so he wow. makes a bogey. Wow! He bogeys the 18th, so he falls to. Um, I'll, I'll get to the results later, but we're gonna yeah. get we're gonna go into some quotes here. So these are from Johnson Wagner, his playing partner Johnson Wagner. Yep. Known as a really good guy on tour. Yep. I feel like I let the official know how I felt about it as gentlemanly as I could but it infuriated me that he got a penalty. If they had tried to penalize me, I would have gone ballistic. So I tried to represent Hideki as good as I could and couldn't get it changed. I'm as against slow play as anybody, and I respect everything everybody is doing, but man, the kid was playing great today. I think it's terrible that he got penalized. Hopefully he'll go out tomorrow and rip it up and put himself in contention again. I've been an advocate for penalizing guys for slow play, but I think a little bit of judgment needs to be used, especially when the group behind us isn't even waiting on us. Wow. I, I'm starting to vaguely remember this now again. Okay. So, so they were 15 minutes behind their allotted 345 time. Sure. And they were at, f- at the time, and they were four minutes behind the group in front of them, which was on the clock. And the group behind them was over a hole behind. Wow. So, wow. So, this was the second player penalized in 2013 in a major championship. Oh, yeah. Team Ling Guan, right? At the, at the Masters. Guan at the Masters. So down they, Paramore. They penalized two players in major championships for p- slow play. A, yeah. A 14-year-old and a 21-year-old. <laughs> like a- Neither speaks a lack of English. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like your Zurich guys. So, they always pick on the guys the defenseless almost. So this was yeah. the first slow play penalty since two thousand four. Um at Troon. And here's here's some quotes from Rickman, who is the RNA representative. Yeah, David Rickman. Yeah, I say his David name Rickman. Yeah. Um so let me find let me pull these up. All right. So we're certainly not in the business of unsettling play. Or, no, there were, they were four minutes out of the position in relation to the group in front of them, which was being timed. Uh, 
and and Matsuyama and Wagner's position in relation to the group directly behind them was not relevant. We're certainly not in the business of unsettling players, Rickman said, but we have our pace of play policy similar to all professional tours for a reason, and that is to get players around in a reasonable amount of time. My understanding is that the position, the rules position, uh, was made clear to the player. If there was something lost in translation, clearly that is regrettable. Um, so this was the second penalty doled out on 17. In a rare case, an official said that Martin Laird, when he went to identify the ball, his ball, moved the ball with his finger without telling play, his fellow playing competitors he was going to identify the ball. Really? Yeah. Wow. So this was a crazy day. So anyways, Masayama... Insanity. That was a great open, Muirfield. God, that was so fun. Great one. So Masayama and Wagner, I didn't expect him to do that through a translator. And on the ruling, I didn't fully understand. Wow. So... Your major championship. So this is the, this is the, the, the bigger long-term ramifications here. All right? He so, got paired with Westwood or something? No, or no, something? no. So... Hideki would have started the round one four one shot ahead of Phil. It would have completely changed the pairings. Sunday pairings. Assuming assuming Hideki makes a par on eighteen, I, I like you know legitimately yeah. probably shook him. Yeah, of course he did. Okay. Didn't even know what was happening to him. So yeah. So anyways, I, I just took the liberty of giving Westwood par on, or, uh, but uh, Hideki par on eighteen. But okay. but then all of a sudden, Hideki is is another player ahead of Phil. Phil has yeah. a whole a completely different pairing than he, he would have had. Who knows what happens there? Sure. Different times, different all this different stuff happens, and uh, you know, it's just a crazy thing. What could have changed? Golf history changed the entire open. You think that that penalty that the pairings are off? Another guy Phil's got to beat. Yeah, everything's that, that, different. That bottom, that like those last like five to six pairings on that Sunday were incredible. I so, mean, Tiger, Tiger was in the hunt. Westwood, Stenson, Hideki. It was just an amazing group. You want play. the uh, you want the the rundown of uh, the leaderboard going into Sunday? Yeah. So we had we had Westwood at at three under, Mahan and Woods at one under. Mahan, R.I.P. Well, I mean, he was a freaking stud then. Yeah. Twenty thirteen. I mean, he was a legit, amazing top, you know, fifteen player in the world. Then he was forced to stop practicing. <laughs> fourth and fourth was Adam Scott at even, and then they had Cabrera, Zach Johnson. Ryan Moore and Stenson and would have been Hideki. Wow. Wow. Like imagine if Phil was with Hideki again and you had to deal with, and he had to deal with all the all the Hideki crowds. Yeah. I mean it was so I think you're kind of taking a little some liberties here. I think there deserves to be an asterisk by Phil's <laughs> Phil's major win at Muirfield. Oh my god. So what what did he shoot on Sunday? Like a 66, 65, something like that. I mean. Just 66. So you're saying this slow play penalty to another player on Saturday. Threw off the whole feel 
the entire championship. It should there should be this might need to be erased from golf history. <laughs> oh my god! I think you're uh, making 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 an example of a, of a young Japanese star who couldn't protect himself. I think you're taking a couple of leaps here because of your anti Phil bias deep down in your in your gut. This okay. might be influencing that. So that anyway, Hideki still a great flashback. Hideki great... shoots final round seventy, finishes T six. Two shots better, he's in second, solo or tie for second. So crazy, crazy yeah, stuff. That was a great best weekend at the open in recent years, in my opinion. Oh, one, Just a great one, lead. one last ironic thing. This was two thousand uh for uh two thousand thirteen, the USGA launched a campaign uh including a series of commercials with the theme while we're young from yeah, the, from movie that. Caddyshack. They were playing those all at Marion, right? A bunch of, yeah, I remember that. It's 2013. So they assessed two slope, you know, to back up that that big marketing campaign, they assessed uh, slow young. play slow play penalties to 14-year-old and 21-year-old. Was that play it? Was that before or after play it forward? Might have preceded play it forward while we're young and then play it forward or tee it forward, I should say. Um, all right, good flashback. I forgot. I completely forgot they actually gave a penalty. Yeah, not so, just the clock. So will we see Pace Car get a penalty? No, I'm not going to do it. You know who who would get it? Who would get it on this leaderboard? Uh, like uh, the Fratelli, maybe beer guard. He's, yeah, Fratelli Putnam type. <laughs> That's who they would give it to. Yeah, Andrew Putnam. Have a have a a surge, you know, and then Putnam hits it in the in the crowd. <laughs> put him on, put him on the clock, you know. Phantom put him on the clock the whole before and ding him. <laughs> Meanwhile, Pace uh, Car is going to be plumb bobbing two footer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's wrap up. Uh, you you good with uh, Tiger skipping Memphis? Oh, we haven't even talked about Rory or Tiger. I know that's where I was going to get to next. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Good with, with it. it. The Swamp Ass has taken a big hit. I don't the think Swamp Ass Invitational. FedEx is not going to be happy about this. Although it does sound like he's going to play the playoffs. The Office Park Invitational could be the <laughs> si- the alternate name, but uh, Phil might not play either. <laughs> Oh, did he say that? I guess yeah. we got to know. We're recording prior to five, so it, they got to decide right now, um, or or the answers will be coming out soon. Yeah, the, Phil, uh, the Phil was up in the air whether he was playing. And then Rory. I mean, valiant comeback. I think, like, yeah, sure. I think they were. I think we were lionizing it a little bit much. That didn't make. It, didn't mean it wasn't cool. The scenes weren't cool. Like it was a very cool scene. Uh, his interview with Steve Sands was incredibly moving and uh, cool to watch. And but like I think we're like lying, talking about heart and grit and class is always a little bit of a, uh, a slippery, unknowable slope. And when we, when we start throwing those words around, I, I just it's such a subjective term, and and I think we're a little too quick to use them. Doesn't mean Rory's not great. Doesn't mean the charge was fun. It was fun to watch. It, the scenes were cool, um, and, and Rory was incredibly candid after. It was a great interview. But uh, you know, I, I think like kind of 
what I don't know if it was a quick rake, but it wasn't a quick rake. But the the putzing around on 16 the day before was what did it, you know? Yeah. I mean, and then let's be honest, like the f- shot, first shot of the day with like real pressure, 135 yards and 18, he just tugs it. Well, the, the, also the wedge on uh, 15. It was yeah. horrendous. Yeah. So I mean, the pr- the the shot on 13, the par three, terrible that he had caused that bogey. Yeah, I mean, he, he was when the pressure started to get. Yeah, uh, Brandel had an amazing kind of expose on that on Thursday and said the word is choking. Now he used it incredibly nuanced with uh, with a lot of like detail around it and saying, you know, Rory's scoring average goes down significantly when the when there are less eyes on him, and he's the most talented player in the world. And, and but like when the pressure is on him, and we've seen this now for five years, like the word is choking. He gets tight, and Nabilo, who's you know tends to be less fiery, said like, "Yeah, he is tight, and I agree." So, um, yeah, he was he was that on Thursday, but Friday afternoon was very cool to watch. It it, it was a boring second wave, I thought, um, yeah. and then he kind of brought some life to it. Just this chase for the cut line. So yeah, I, I it was a I think the afternoon, the weather, it, it just being dead. You know, and and the morning was so good. You know, yeah, yeah, morning uh, was great. That uh, that that played a role in it. So I think you know, like that. I feel like the way it kind of shook out. Obviously, that dr- side of the draw had mm-hmm. it a little bit tougher. Um, so you know, there were less guys in the hunt, and that could have contributed to the the feel of of the uh, afternoon. Interesting. Late late breaking news: Bob McIntyre. The, the Scott, the young Scott, yeah, confronted Kyle Stanley. They got into it about for not what? shouting four, not shouting four. Oh wow, big shot, Bob. He, he didn't, he didn't really like what I had to say to him. I guess uh, Stanley hit somebody early in the round, and then later in the round, what he didn't shout for, and he, he hit, uh, he hit McIntyre's caddy's mom oh in the crowd, God. and he was pissed off about it. He's like, because it was the second person he'd hit, and he wasn't shouting four. But beef and McIntyre were. I got into it. Who eighteenth era? Who uh, Rory notwithstanding, who are you most disappointed with? It could be Kyle Stanley for not yelling for it. <laughs> uh, I mean, how about Hideki? MC. I thought he was playing well again. I put in my thoughts article, and I was really nervous that he wasn't going to win because somebody asked, "Can Hideki win?" <laughs> I was like emphatically uh, no. Bryson? What if I mean I'm not disappointed, but he was just nowhere near the cut line. Five over again. Major championships. Yeah, he's uh, he, he's a he's a FedEx a, a LUP guy. <laughs> He'll go low next week in Memphis. Um uh, I heard there's bringing Mark Cuban's plane over. Did yeah, you see that? I saw They're that. gonna fly him all over to Memphis. Seven thirty seven. Who are you most disappointed with? Um, I guess, you know. I mean, well, we knew Phil was going to stink. We knew Tiger was touch and go, and he ended up being terrible. What about David Duvall? Were you disappointed in his 27 over? No, I wasn't. I was quite <laughs> proud of David. Got a lot of people telling me he would have lost in match play, but writing down 14 is a lot different than, than saying, you're whole. You know, that's a little bit of a different psychological effect. <laughs> He did come in in 34, so props to 
props to Duvall for that. His final nine of the of the week was a one under. I so. guess I, you know, I'm I'm I uh, I'm a little disappointed in Louis Ustazen. I thought did he did he miss the cut? No, he's even. I just thought okay. he was gonna he was gonna have a, a day to day. Um, but there's still time. He could go go out and go low. And uh, yeah, I, I, that's uh, it's it's been good. The just anybody's ball game. I have no yeah. clue who's gonna win. I have no big disappointments. I mean, R- Rory's just the obvious one. I, I don't think there is much outside of him. Uh, I think it's Kepka's to win. Any thoughts on Tiger? Tiger? Uh, no. I mean, I just... It sounds like he's really fried mentally. Because I just want to go home. I'm burned out. Like he, he hasn't played in a month. And he sounds like completely fried. I don't know what's going on. He looked a little off. He looked weird. Like he just, there was some really weird quotes. I, I don't know. Like if this is the thing, like he gets up for, he's like a, he's like a three month a year player. Let him play like March, April, May now. I, I don't know. I think it's, he should just totally be weather dependent. So when does he go to the open? If ever, maybe never. Pass, take up. You think he's going to take a pass on the Oak Hill PGA? I think, I think he shows up. They got alternate, alternate, first alternates on site. Shows up, waits till the last moment, decides on the weather. You know, if he's out, the alternates in. The alternates ready to go, hitting balls, <laughs> knowing, hey, if the weather's below seventy, Tiger's not playing. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I mean, do you have any thoughts? I mean, he. It it was depressing. He 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 was one under on Friday, but like it was depressing. Just... You know, he he played better, but I I've gotten more out of Tiger than I ever thought I'd get out of him right. again. That's yes, yes. So you know, if he, he if if he shuts it down till next Masters, I'm fine with it. Yeah, the year is an unqualified success. So oh, here's a good question, and it's you know I hate to bring up Presidents Cup, but will <laughs> Phil or Tiger play in the Presidents Cup? I don't think uh, we'll see with Tiger. There's going to be all these external forces. The tour is going to like try to twist his arm. Same with the TV tour and TV are going to push him really hard to play. Cause obviously that changes the dynamic of the whole thing. Phil, Phil like sounds like a total head case and lost cause right now. So I, I think he's giving Tiger like out to pick him like this who knows who knows we're talking about a competition that's like months away i'm not even sure when qualifying ends for that if it's after fedex cup or what but uh, shaver vay needs to be on the team that's all he I does know. he absolutely does um all right who's who's your dream pairing sunday say we, we we play 18 more tomorrow who do you want on the final pairing sunday bringing up the rear can we get like a talking like a stenson stenson phil type final group show who do you like? I, I think like anybody could be in this final pairing. That's like the crazy thing. We got like yeah. thirty guys that could be in the final pairing. Um, I mean, you know, I got to go with Westy, 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 Westy Kep- Kepka or Westy, Westy Rose, Westy Spieth would be great. <laughs> just any of the major champions. He just Spieth Kepka is the answer. Speed Kepka is the answer. That is must watch if those two are in the final. I mean, do you want? Do you really want Westy in the last group? That sounds like a. He has to be. Don't you need him? Like, 
He has to be in the front, last group. Running them down like from a couple groups ahead. For this to no? truly be right, he has to be <laughs> out front. There's no end around here. You got to smash through the door. The Keep in door. mind, he doesn't care anymore. <laughs> We're holding on to that. He's got a he's got his lady on the bag. They're talking about you know travel. They're talking about what wine they're gonna eat at what restaurant. They aren't talking about golf. She doesn't know anything about golf. <laughs> yeah, he's like she doesn't know much about golf, but she knows my mind. So <laughs> literally does not care. The so. best he he loves doing all of the work himself. Is what he said <laughs> too. He's like I love getting the yardage and figuring that all out on my own. Oh, there you go. I, doesn't probably doesn't aid the pace of play. Maybe he gets a slow play. Probably. I don't think that's because he's doing everything. He's a fast player. <laughs> what are we talking about? I've got you flustered. Uh, all right. A couple. You want some late breaking Saturday news? There's Friday night news here. It's coming across a desk. Yeah. It's going to wet your whistle. Friday. Friday night. What? What is it? Xander Shoffley. My failed. boy. Failed a driver test. You know how we talked about how Marty Sleeps tests the drivers last year? Well, they did it again this year. All I heard was about Tiger. But Shoffley's driver failed. Let me read. This is Rex Hoggard of Golf Channel. This is just, just late breaking. Xander Shoffley became the first player to have his driver fail a core COR, coefficient of restitution test, since the RNA began testing individual players' drivers at last year's Open. Following a second round 65 that left him tied for 18th, Shoffley said that his Callaway driver was tested on Tuesday and that he spent the next two days scrambling to find a replacement. This is He nuts. didn't play well. He goes, I had a, here's a Shoffley speaking. I had a little bit of a run in with them because they only test 30 players. I thought that was a little bit unfair. I would have gladly given up my driver if it's not conforming, but there's still 130 other players in the field that potentially have a non-conforming driver as well. Shoffley, this is Hoggard now. Shoffley struggled with his replacement driver driver on Thursday, hitting just six of 14 fairways on his way to an opening 74, but did more testing Thursday that led to a better version he was able to use on the second round. Now he's back in it. Wow. Failed the drive test. Callaway. That's the first one they said that's failed, and this is now the second year they've done it. Not a good look. Yikes. Late breaking news. This is... These are content gods. I want. Shiny I want to know Bobby McIntyre and driver failures. Do you think they? Uh, do you think they tested again the new one again? Nah, I don't they, think. I think they only do they it should. during like practice days. They should be testing more. This is this is what unbelievable. Happens, what happens if it fails after? You know, think think about think about the audacity of equipment manufacturers. That you know, it's not enough to have. 460 cc heads and and solid core balls but they also got to give give professionals hot drivers like what a joke this is this is just disgusting it's essentially cheating cheating by manufacturer like i i actually will you know i will say like i'm guessing xander shoffley has no clue what the coefficient of restitution of his driver is you know, but yeah. I guarantee that tour rep or or the tour van or someone at Callaway did know that that driver didn't conform. I can't imagine it, that the, uh, they it, just spit out a a non-conforming driver they, that's hot. They have the wrong term. There's the wrong term in this thing. I think it's not 
core. There's some equipment geeks are disputing that it's it CT. Says, it says it became the first player to have his driver fail a coefficient of restitution test since the RNA. I think they tested for characteristic time, though. CT. It's, a, it's still a failure, but I think I think Golf Channel is the wrong term there. Either way, Shoffley probably doesn't know that it's conforming. Yeah, Shoffley conform. doesn't, but like you know, the, the manufacturing plant doesn't just spit out non-conforming drivers. Well, wasn't the issue last year like that TaylorMades were like they wear to the point of non-conforming? Uh, that was like the rumor. I heard something else. Okay. But, <laughs> All right. I heard I heard there was uh there was right. a secret drawer of, of Taylor Mays. <laughs> Just a bad I look heard... for equipment manufacturers. You I know, it's they're... like bifur you want to talk bifurcation. Like, oh, yeah. you know, everybody needs to be playing what the pros are playing. Well, they're playing hot heads that you can't even get as a as a consumer. That's sketchy. Because ah. they aren't they aren't testing at tour stops, I guarantee that. And you know, we're seeing no. guys no. averaging 360 no. yards off the tee. They're, they're putting juice. They're putting extra juice in them at the tour stops. They're not testing. They're injecti- uh. injecting them. <laughs> Man, Marty sleeps. Marty sleeps strikes again. I mean, this had a real impact. If he's if he was scrambling, he was not comfortable with his driver on Thursday and did testing. This had a real impact because yeah, this is played, a guy who's now in the lousy. top 20. Yeah. Had to shoot. He shot a 74, right? On the opening round. I think these tests need to happen every round now. <laughs> well, well, that's a different issue than like what happens if you got done with a competitive round and your driver was hot. DQ, immediate. <laughs> I mean, uh, this yeah. is crazy. <laughs> All right, so so God, mind God blown, delivering here late Friday with Bobby McIntyre. This is despicable. Mr. Cuffs and, and some uh, driver failures. Amazing. I can't wait till the investigative journalism kicks in from, you know, all the, all everybody, and they find out who was responsible for this. For What do you mean? Who's responsible oh, for oh. Shoffley having a, having a non-conforming oh, driver? Failed failures? Yeah. Who's going to do that investigative work? They're going to call in, like, Woodward and Bernstein? Go go down to Southern, you know, Southern California. It'll probably be a golf media company, not on the take from equipment. Uh, I'll Doesn't look around exist. for them. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Any other things for this Friday afternoon episode? Uh, yeah, I do have some quick hits. Okay, quick. Let's make it quick. Yeah, we're we are running long here. We got a we got a big weekend ahead for the meth heads. Oh God. The meth right. man himself is is uh, T4 at the KFC tour in Omaha. Out in the heartland. Hot, it's hot out. It's great cooking weather. <laughs> and uh, with this, uh, if, if he can stay in that top five, he's projected to move up to 60th in the, in the bucket list, in the KFC bucket list. So on track for the finals, at least. At least, but well, you know, meth heads be on tour for the rest of the fall. That'd be great. You imagine if a bunch of meth heads are just strolling around <laughs> tour stops now, they're just following <laughs> their van around. We are going to some rural, like rural stops, <laughs> where where meth may be prevalent. So we need to get get them out there. Hey, there's a golfer named Meth. 
Why don't you get out of here? The meth man. Steer this guy off. He's gonna get a. Uh, he's got a. Gonna have a reputation that precedes himself. Every tour stop, they're gonna have a meth head problem. Everybody's in the. Everybody's in the crowd just saying love and cook. Cook. They gotta get the. We gotta really kind of push this this meth wave. But what else? What else? What other quick hitters you got? The, the meth, Keep an eye on that. The Omaha meth. Ep- the meth epidemic hits the tour. <laughs> Corn Ferry tour upended by meth meth addiction. Um, right. We got we got uh, we got DL four. Shoots sixty at the Canadian tour in round one. Awesome Good job, on DL. This is what we wanted, right? Exactly I mean, we wanted him. We, we, we don't stop taking these exemptions that are based on nothing more than your dad's network and. Go hash it out. He's obviously got talent, you know. He was, but he kept shooting like eighty-five off these exemptions that piss people off. Hash it out on the McKenzie tour, Latino America, wherever it is, and, and come back. Yeah, but then he spends all night in the hospital with a stomach bug. Oh, really? Yeah. So he oh, shot what a break after shooting sixty. Yeah, he shoots yeah. seventy-one today after spending the night in the hospital. They had him marked down as a WD, but now he's back on the leaderboard. I'm I'm confused as to what happened. So so details still haven't surfaced as to what exactly is going on in, in Halifax. Interesting. That sucks if he shoots sixty and then gets sick. He, if he's still playing, he's T third. So okay. in the hunt. Hope he's, play, hope he's able to play. Me too. I good, I want him to him. win. I mean good on him. Like I want him get, to get his web card. Yes, we've given him shit. Good on him if he's able to, you know, work it out. Um, and then Carson Daly narrating the Tiger Woods documentary. You know what I think of when I think of like this grand documentary on, on the greatest sportsman of all time? Carson Mr. Daly. TRL. Just, yeah, Mr. TRL. They're synonymous. You know, farting, farting words out of his mouth. He's been just so good on that Rory pod that... You know what sucks is like we just saw this great interview with Rory. We saw like all that, like when you actually get Rory talking about stuff, he's great. And you just instead have Carson asking him about like, oh, I know uh, who who do you say? Like, oh, I'm, I'm super tight with I forget so, some famous guy. Like we we can J- JT. We can we can talk. Uh, JT loves me. Like they talk about that shit. Anyways, I, we don't need to go into cars. I saw the preview for this one, the most recent one, and it was like Rory said something super insightful, and and like there was just the opportunity for a great follow up question, and he just goes, "Huh, must have been amazing." <laughs> <coughs> way to great. keep, way to keep it going. <laughs> I, I, All right. No, nobody wanted a little bit more out of that. <laughs> um, Any other quick hits? No, that's it. I can't, I can't believe this Xander news. <laughs> you are you are flummoxed. I need to text Shackelford see see what he uh, get some ground <laughs> oh, zero takes. That, that'll be fair and balanced, I'm sure. <laughs> he might be the guy. That, he could be the investigative journalist. <laughs> All right. Well, are we coming back tomorrow? We're gonna do a little maybe set the scene for Sunday. Do a little micro pod, twenty twenty five minutes or something like that. Yeah, we'll be back. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday night pod. Uh, everyone, enjoy your... Who, are you texting Shaq right now? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Enjoy your uh, Friday evenings. Uh, we will be back Saturday. Look for us and uh, talk to you then. <laughs>